This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Ipswich Town 1, Burton nil. We are here to discuss it live. We're excited, but we are. We're keeping the ambitions tempered, but we want to hear from you. Get involved in the chat. Go on, Mikey <laughs> Benty-Smith. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast live discussing Ipswich Town up or down since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and this is our post-match live reaction show following Burton Nil Ipswich Town 1. Joining me, he's excited. We're all excited, aren't we? Mikey Penny-Smith, David Diamond. Guys, how about that? What a symbolic victory that was more than anything, Mikey. Yeah, we could easily have lost that game, couldn't we? And- yeah. On a, on another night, maybe we would have done. We rode our luck, but it was it was an enjoyable watch, and I thought we were pretty good in the second half. Would you agree with that, Dave? An enjoyable watch it was a bit nervy, wasn't it? At times in the first half, it was a bit kamikaze, wasn't it? I've got to say, it was like almost watching sort of you know like a horror film with your <laughs> sort of fingers and hands in front of your face. But um, yeah, I mean, I know it's an old cliche. They're the sort of games that get you promoted, mate. They really yeah. are. You know, showed a lot of character. Saw it out. Yeah, Mikey's right. We did, I guess, ride our luck a little bit in the first half, but um, and also in once once in the second <laughs> half. But yeah, great character and good performances right throughout the team. Again, I would say. Yep. Well, we'll, t- we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the game. But as we said, we're going live. We want to hear from you guys. We, I'm sure you're excited just as much as we are. Charlie D's gone. Yes. Kirk's <laughs> gone. Get in there. Um, let's talk about this guy straight off the bat. Dave, you mentioned performances. Um, Harness now scoring pretty routinely. Who yeah. needs a goal-scoring number wipe? Nine as I said, in the, in, in the TG group after he scored, he's got an eye for goal, isn't he? He's got that knack. And yeah, he had a, I thought he had a really good game. He just joins in really well and hit it early. That was the key with the goal, wasn't he? Just hit it early. Keeper was, keeper was unsighted, probably a bit flat-footed. And yeah, lovely strike again to go with his sort of bundled effort Saturday. And he's great strike at Forest Green. So yeah, he's uh, three goals already. Good. Yeah, what a, uh, what a signing. Yep, against his old club as well. And yeah. it was the kind of first time that we'd really tried from range. You kind of think in those conditions, the slick surface and all that kind of stuff, you should be trying that. So it was good when it paid off. But Mikey, my man of the match, and Kirk's maybe as well, Walton equals Epic. How about Christian Walton's performance tonight? Yeah, well, it, it, like even if you just ignored his his saves tonight, and there was two or three really good, important saves, especially the one with his foot in the second half that I'm sure sure we'll talk about after the Wolfenden mistake. But his distribution was just world-class tonight, wasn't it? Joking, and it? It's just incredible how, how much that's come on. I don't know whether it's whether that's been coached into him or it's just the confidence, but he looks like he can pass just as well as any of our outfield players at the moment. Yeah, well, and here's Chris... Chris Nunn Walton moving above Bart. I mean, I've got a lot of affection, as, as we already know on the podcast, for <laughs> Christian Walton. But yeah, yeah what, what say you guys on Bart versus Walton? Different keepers, different needs. Different we keepers. Yeah. Different. We don't really need <laughs> so, to compare them. It but... certainly was different needs when Bart was in goal, wasn't it? Yeah, but, true. <laughs> yeah, um, two very good keepers. And um, he, certainly, uh, he certainly, I think, you know, come, hope, fingers crossed, come the end of this season, we will be talking about him in the same breath as Jeff. Uh, 
as we used to talk about Bart if we're not already. Yeah, Michael, um, well, that was a different type of game from Saturday. Three points, three wins in a row, as you said. But Mikey, that kind of, uh, we've we've kind of, we're worried about the level of performance against Bolton, who were playing football against us. Forest Green tried to play football against us. MK Dons tried and definitely failed playing football against us. A very different test and probably one where maybe we take more out of this win than maybe the three that we've had so far, perhaps. Or the other two, sorry. Yeah, maybe. I think what was pleasing for me was the way that we got a grip of the game eventually and we did improve where there was other games in the past where we'd be like, blimey, everything's going against us here. The, the long the long throw in the in the first minute looked like that was going to be, well, I think everyone was worried, weren't they? They were thinking, blimey, they're going to be doing this over and over again. And I think we tried tried our best to limit the throw-ins, which wasn't easy in the conditions. But I think that we, we eventually just sort of wisened up to it the positioning was a little bit better and it it was a little less crazy in our in our own penalty area I think I think with the throws if you think back to the game probably the similar game at a similar stage last year Cheltenham Cheltenham away yes. where we just got undone really I know we went one up but we just got completely undone undone by the throws um yeah we showed a lot more a lot more steel and yeah I think eventually we yeah first minute apart we we sorted it out quite well didn't we yeah. yeah. Another mention here from Andrew. Um, Jackson works so yeah. hard tonight. I thought Jackson's best moments for us was when he turned into Wes Burns <laughs> down the right-hand side, guys. <laughs> but yeah, he made a contribution up front, didn't he? Um, you know, it's going to be difficult to dislodge Ladapo and Chaplin and Harness as that kind of front three. But Jackson made a, an impression tonight, didn't he? Dave, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. I want to see Jackson playing in the, that right wing-back position, but it, did, it didn't really end up. It seemed quite early on there was a bit of a shape change and he moved further up, but he never let go of those defensive responsibilities. Did He He did he, he did fight back quite well a couple of times and made a couple of key interceptions around our box, but He's, I think he should have scored when he, when he went yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his energy levels are unbelievable. They are. Aren't they? Yeah. Energy what about the energy levels about the whole team, Dave, though? You know, well, Burton, yeah, yeah. I mean, about I, the telegram, think, the Burton tied off, you know, that, that high think, press, that intensity wasn't going to last. I think, we quite rightly, it, Ian we? West, I think quite rightly, Ian Westlake, who I thought was magnificent. Oh, excellent, wasn't he? <laughs> well, my goodness. But how good he loves passing football, doesn't he? What the yes. hell? Does, what does he know about football? Everything. He's brilliant. Um, I think he had a he had it probably right about the dap bow that he could see he was really really struggling. You know, he put so much effort in, and again, uh, just just needs a goal. I think if he you know he's getting in, getting in those positions, a goal and any sort of goal, and I think he's often running and could well go on a streak. Um, but yeah, Jackson was yeah absolutely superb at, at, at both ends really. In terms of tempering, you know, we did this on the flagship. Mm. We just need to calm down a little bit. Calm. Right? Damn. Mark makes a very good point. We talk about Walton saving our bacon. That's Mark's words here. We were still doing a few casual passing out the back, weren't we? A few iffy yeah. bits and pieces. Is that something to be alarmed about, or is it just? Yeah, and I think gonna... it's, Go on, Mark. It's, as great as it is, and as key as it is, like you brought up at the start of the show, to win a game that was a little bit scruffy, and we we rode our luck at times. Let's not forget that we did do that quite a lot at the start of the season under Paul Lambert when we, we weren't conceding goals, but we were conceding lots of opportunities. You can't keep doing that, but it is you, you can't be too annoyed when you win a game. I'll be interested to hear what Benjamin yeah. Blue makes of it because it was a little bit... I mean, the football was very different, wasn't it? And we did create quite a few decent chances of our own in the end, but but we, like I said, we did, did ride our luck and against better opposition... We're gonna we're gonna concede goals if we're as sloppy as that it's, in possession. It's an odd one, isn't it? Because it's not bad defending as such. It's just carelessness on the yeah. ball. Yeah, it's bad <laughs> defensive, defensive defending, which isn't is it? Kind of different, you know. No one's like losing their marker or anything like that. Which yeah, this would be more of a concern as such. You I know, mean, it's just. I mean, there were a couple of times in the first half, Edmund and Wolfen did in the second half. He thought, wow. <laughs> but they yeah, continued, but as Westlake had it spot on, you know, yeah, they continued to play like that. They didn't just abandon it. They continued and, yeah. to play That's and McKenna play Star, through isn't it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to your point there, Mikey, um, we need to talk about Burton. And obviously, I'll, we'll put the lineups in a second, just have a little bit of a summary of the match. I know there's a lot of chat, so we'll get to that as quickly as we can, folks. Keep them coming. Um, you mentioned against better teams. I mean, we played against in terms of footballing 
um, terms, Bolton probably one of the better teams in the division in that style. When yeah. you say better teams, do you, in terms of the style that Burton maybe went out, do you think there are better teams in the division who are going to do that to us maybe? Is that well, something we yeah. need to be wary of? Yeah, potentially, because we're just going to concede a bit more possession away from home, aren't we? So we are naturally going to concede a few more chances, balls into our box and things like that against teams like Portsmouth and Peterborough and teams like that. That's more yeah. that's more, more what I mean. Okay. But yeah, I mean, there will be teams that will put the the chances away that Burton missed. And there were some pretty... Yeah. There were, I mean, Walton made good saves, but they were... They were chances that teams should be scoring. Let's have a quick sort of summary of the match, shall we? Let's have a look at the lineups there. Worth noting that Burton off the back of their four-all draw, which could have been a 5-4 defeat, 3-0 up they were against Accrington on Saturday. Two changes um, for them. Um, Terry Taylor coming in and Oshelaja coming back into the lineup as well. Um, and as for Ipswich, a, few, a bit of rotation, some of it we think might be enforced. Um, Jackson, I guess, coming in for um, Wes Burns, Aluko in for Chaplin, um, and Lee in for Davis. Um, thoughts on those kind of changes for us? Like, we don't really know the situation with Burns. If well, McKenna yeah. gives an interview and we hear about that, there's there's a knock, and you mentioned the pre-match stuff, Dave, didn't you? Yeah, we can't, there was talk on the tele. I wasn't there early enough to see it, and, and you were obviously munching your way through prawn sandwiches on Saturday, so you <laughs> didn't see it either. But um, yeah, apparently it looked like he took a knock um prior to the get you know, in the warm up on saturday but obviously he came he came out and probably played the best performance of the season um lee for davis yeah, wasn't you know we we said on the pod that we weren't sure they they would make that change but yeah clearly he did and lee was i thought he was immense again yeah very good um yeah other than that a luco for chaplin that yeah, was a bit of a surprise for me yeah i think maybe. chaplin was Brilliant on Saturday as well, and yeah. obviously young. He's yeah. So yeah, not that Luco did did a did a lot wrong. Again, he was pretty effective. Perhaps his final ball was didn't quite come off tonight, but yeah, you. I mean, such a depth of squad that yeah, you you all right made the changes one in four. So I guess you'd go with it. Let's talk about these these chances very quickly. I mean, Burton's chances created from set pieces largely. First minute, Mikey, this long throw in, and Adami hooks it onto the bar, and mm. then I sure as he goes in there and gets injured in the process. Yeah, it was a bit of yeah. a nervy start, wasn't it? It was pretty nervy, wasn't it? We we just never looked set, did we? And then it was the bouncing ball in our box. And like Westlake kept saying, it's it's not the first ball that's necessarily the problem. It's it's reacting to it, and it's that that second ball. We didn't win it. It was a good effort, to be fair, the first one. Uh, but I think we were ball-watching a little bit. I think Walton might have got a touch on it. I, I think, thought so too, yeah. He definitely yeah, got think, up to it. Didn't Craig, Craig off of our, our parish was at, at the game, so he probably had a, a better view of it. And he seemed to think that Walton got a touch to it. But okay. then, yeah, I'm not really sure how we didn't turn it in. And he's managed to injure himself quite badly against the post by the looks of it. Yeah. But yeah, we, yeah. We, <laughs> it was so early on, wasn't it? But yeah. Bit of panic stations there, and he's yeah. had to go off injured. Adami has a chance on 22. Um, shot after Harness, loose pass, really. There, um, I thought he was okay. Adami, he looked okay, yeah. you know, big man. So, I thought he held it up, held it Impressed up quite well. well didn't quite he? a nice touch, yeah. I mean, Impressed really in, in well. terms of lots of balls into the box, really, weren't they? I mean, that was you know, the, the, the set pieces were dangerous, but you know, there's, there's clearances being made. Um, generally, we saw those out, although. They were pretty relentless, weren't they? And you know, I'm trying to find a first chance for us, really. I mean, it's maybe the Jackson chance from the edge of the area that loops out for a corner. Um, mm. But it, for me, the the, fir- the first half culminates in that effort from Powell, Dave. What a strike from Joe Powell, who came on for Sean. Ooh, the one that yeah, that was hell of a strike, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. you'd think Walton wasn't sort of really diving at full stretch as such was you think he realized that was going wide but it was a hell of an effort yeah been interested to see that one from another angle behind the goal yeah Ladapo had a decent chance didn't he rich oh it was that second half though no first half that was the one where down the the left the touch by down the right the touch by um aluko set him free didn't he Mm. dragged it just dragged it should have yeah I didn't Should've think scored. he did an awful lot wrong there, Dave, because there wasn't anyone oh, yeah. following in. No, so there I think was. he had to just go across the goalkeeper yeah, and just, just slightly try. It's one of those it. where sometimes it will go in off the post, sometimes yeah. it will drag a little bit wide. Yeah. 12 minutes in, yeah. Sorry. Good I run, though. Point. Good run. And a great run. Great we touch. played it out from the back for that one as well. It was a really it, nice yeah. move. Um, 
start of the second half, Ian Westlake was saying that we came out and were playing the better team and the ble- the better football and we were improving. I, I hadn't seen a huge amount about that and Burton certainly had another flurry early doors. But mm-hmm. Mikey, there's this effort on 53 where Danassian's quite smart. The, we've, we're building up an effort down the right-hand side and rather than Danassian sweeping across into a congested penalty area, he slides it across for Evans. And this is a decent effort, isn't it? Good save, I guess. Yeah, and that was the first example of us really having a, a shot from distance. So maybe a sign that McKenna had said, look, we need to pull the ball back around their area because they've got big, big centre-backs, so we're not going to win the headers. Pull it back and get, get shots in. And although there was only a couple that reached the goal, there was one or two that sort of were deflected and blocked and whatever. But yeah, it was definitely a clear tactic. And a, yeah, really nice effort that from Evans and a good save. And then, Dave, there's this one minute of madness where Ladapo does brilliantly to intercept the loose pass but his first touch and then the finish let him down. Then Burton go up nearly the other end and, and nearly score Walton has to save with his feet straight away. It's the Wolfenden sort of passes yeah. it back blind, doesn't get anything. Any, well, yeah, it was two similar chances, really. First of all, their, their defender passes it blind or midfield player passes it blind. And it's his first touch. His first touch is oof, it's one of those and it's so heavy and mm. he just gets too close to the keeper. He could have taken the, it round the keeper, though. He Marcus, probably could, Marcus actually. Stewart but style. I think his first touch almost made his mind up because it was ended up mm. being closer to the keeper than it did him. Well, we caught up with it. Um, and then the next one, could, yeah, that I mean, Wolfenden, that really was hands in front of your face sort of time, wasn't it? And again, I mean, Walton just had one of those games. He wasn't going to get beaten by anything, was he? No, just he, incredible I, point blank. Just... Should score, though, shouldn't they? There, oh, he's got to bury that. Yeah. He's got to bury and, that. And then punishment a few minutes later. Mikey, we've mentioned it very briefly. Um, but Harness, we know, can do this, you know? Yeah, it was just a just a touch of class from him, wasn't it? Just getting the ball out of his feet nice and wide so he can wrap his foot around it. And it was just the perfect shot for the conditions, wasn't it? Because it was a, yeah. a low drive, but one that was bouncing before it reached the goal. So it just yeah. accelerated a little bit. Goalkeeper was just left, no, left no stranded, wasn't it? He didn't even attempt to dive because I think the way that Harness has moved across his man just just absolutely did him. And what I would say about Harness is I've, I've heard from Portsmouth fans that he has games where he just doesn't do much, but he looks brilliant on his day. I think that might be more of a reflection on Portsmouth style. I think if you if you get him the ball a lot, yeah, at times he does do some odd odd things and attack, yeah, doesn't he? A little he, bit. He, he can be a little Fury, bit wasteful yeah. at times and sometimes his touch isn't quite there. But if you keep giving it to him, the, the quality is clearly there. He plays some lovely passes and yeah, he's, he's clearly got a decent shot on him with both feet as we've seen. Yeah, and they've been playing him wide right as well and he's playing left side kind of number 10 for yeah. us. So maybe, um, you know, in McKenna, we trust. And I mean, in terms of clear-cut chances, we mentioned the Jacks effort, which kind of hits the back kind of stanchion thing. But mm. it's probably the most clear-cut chance for Burton is Brayford's header from the free kick, mm. which Walton kind of plucks out of the air. That's probably... Yeah. The, the best chance it? for them, but yeah, I must well, admit, the, 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 the corner last minute shades of Oxford last year. I put I took oh, my don't. headphones on and stepped back from the screen. <laughs> Not that it had any effect, but made me feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but fortunately, Dave, Mikey, we see it out. There's three points there, and as as everyone's telling us in the chat, um, top of the league, um, and yeah, a little bit of a margin to third as well, which is very. Helpful indeed. Um, if you're watching us, we will go on as long as the chat is bustling. So we'll get to that in a minute. If you're watching on YouTube, do give us a thumbs up. Get us up the algorithms. That will help us out. And um, Daniel Whittison, thank you very much. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, Chris, I mean, this kind of sums it up. Uh, I mean, this is certainly from the school of Ian Westlake, Mikey. Such composed football, even under pressure. Do you think yeah. a bit of horses for courses sometimes? Or are you kind of big yeah, on well, stick with you, what you I'm, know? I'm a bit like Ian Westlake, really. I do like seeing us just playing it out and playing it out, especially as we've got the ball ball players. But they, they it does get to a point where if you keep giving the ball away and it was chucking it down with rain as well, I think eventually you've got to just say, look, let's, let's take a few less risks. And to be fair, we did that at the end of the first half. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what minute it would have been, maybe 35 like minutes. And started I started waving everyone up, didn't he? Exactly, yeah. And, and from there, we looked to... A, a little bit less less shaky, but then we came out on the second half and we were doing it again. And obviously, <laughs> Wolf Wolf and this nearly made it look silly. But I I just think 
when when we're struggling to hold it up up front because Ladapo wasn't really getting much change out of those defenders, you're going to create so many more chances by playing it out nicely from the back and and moving the ball properly around the pitch. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it, but yeah, at times you do need to <laughs> someone does need to. Well, no, sort of take the lead, which Walton did to him. He showed his showed his yeah. maturity there and his leadership, didn't he? You won't get any better evidence than that than MK on last Saturday, will you? Well, really, yeah. but no, Mikey's right. It's good to see we um good to see you continue to we continue philosophy, to play. which we've been banging on about for years, haven't we? So we should be complaining now when we keep doing it. Um, well, I think Tom, now we've got the players. Prior prior to this, we didn't have the players to do it. Now we've well, got the squad players and squad to do it. Speaking of Lee Evans, is is Tom Lee Evans quietly going about his business? Has been consistently good so far. Agree with that, Dave? Yeah, not. I would say not quite so effective tonight because it wasn't that sort of sort of game. But yeah, again, too superb. Yeah, yep. as when you know when he was on the ball, seldom wasted a ball, did he? Always available. Um, like I said, not quite as effective as I think. There wasn't that sort of game as it. The other ball was disappearing over his head. But yeah, when he did when he did land on the ball, he was superb and, and he yeah, worked hard again. Yep. He looks like he nailed on 7 out of 10 at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, you, you wouldn't. It'll be interesting to see when Don Ball's fit. But yeah, you, you, you can't, I wouldn't say dislodge him at any any moment soon if he mm. continues to play to that standard. Um, this one from George. I think I, I certainly endorse this sentiment. Strangely, I think I'm more buzzing after this yeah. win than Saturday. Teams who go up, who go up, weather the storm and win games like this. I don't know if he means to get a weather pun in there, given the conditions, Mikey. But I... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe it was the Aspel cider that was coursing through my veins on Saturday afternoon, but I definitely was a bit more happy about that one. But closer game, obviously. But George has got a point, though, hasn't he? Yeah, and I think a lot of people are making that point in the comments that this is this is what champions do. But champions also beat good teams like Milton Keynes three nil at home, don't they? So it's one of those. But yeah, it's I guess it's. What, what you're into isn't it <laughs> yeah like just grinding grinding out results sometimes is it, it can be just as enjoyable but i i think i i prefer the ones where you grind them out against against teams that are maybe a little bit dirty and and it's sort of given you a really like a bit of a nasty game but i don't think burton really did that no 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 did. Did. terry taylor made a couple of pretty bad tackles early yeah, on and he did. didn't get booked but then no. after that they 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 didn't look particularly physical, and one thing I also noticed was they never really seemed to complain about some decisions that went against them, and mm. they weren't getting in the ref's ear at all. I think the ref actually had a pretty good game by not by not booking the players. I know we I, I agreed with you, Rich, early on. Sorry in the in the Telegram when you said he needs to book someone, otherwise this is going to get silly. But somehow he managed to get yeah, control worked, over the game it? without doing it, which yeah. was which was nice. I Jedi think, mind tricks there, yeah. I think Jimmy Floyd was doing more of his uh, fair share with the fourth oh, official, oh, oh. to be honest. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and his number two as well. That, um, hopefully someone in the chat has answered Chris Nunn's question here. When was the last um, three-win streak? Yeah. It's certainly been a while, hasn't it? So yeah. um, maybe we come back to that one if someone can enlighten us in the chat. Blue, Walton, twice the player since the BM interview. <laughs> Not for me to say, Blue. Not for me to say. Is there any coincidence yeah. with that, Rich? Is that, is that what he's wow. getting at, alluding to there? So no coincidence. You no, know, I we had it once the camera stopped rolling, we had a chat and she's telling me like left and, foot, you have to drive yeah. through the ball. Got to drive yeah. through it, Christian. It's no good just side foot. Got to follow it. Through, drive yeah. through it. Um, so not for me to say blue, but very kind of you. And as always, afterwards I'll put a link in the top right hand corner for that interview, which I'm very proud of. Um had a good old chat with Christian Martin. Probably so. Roman Lario. There you go. Um, Lee was superb. Says Skip, one of the Telegram alumni. I thought Jackson did really well in an unfamiliar um, position. Dave, you mentioned Lee when we talked about the lineups. Do you want to talk to him, uh, about him a little bit more? Yeah, good in the good, air, isn't he? he? Defended well. Good in the air. Strong. Very good on the deceptively deceptively good on the ball. Very good on the ball. Seldom seldom wastes a ball. Yeah, another really another really good game. And yeah, good to see him. Good to see him get a start because he's, you know, I think he's fleeting sort of substitute appearances. He's deserved a start. Mm. He's good in the air as well, isn't he, Dave? He is good in the air. So is like wins a lot of headers. So is Davis as well. So Mm. we're sort of quite well served there. B, I would expect Shrewsbury Saturday maybe slightly different game. I'd expect. Davis to be back perhaps Saturday, but a, a good, um, a nice problem for the manager to have there. Certainly, yeah. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN. 
giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, Julia makes a good point here. Um, a result um, earned without Burns, which I guess the, is positive. Go on, Mikey. For, for the first time under Kira McKenna, according to Renegade Statman. There um, you go. And we so, famously and very harshly said that Wes Burns cost Paul Cook his job when he got injured as well. So, yeah, there you go. It just states the importance of Burns. And, you know, the, I was watching the game with a mate and, and we were sort of saying that when Burns is out of the team, the formation, the system sometimes doesn't really draw And Dynasty, who had an amazing game on Saturday, had a few shaky moments first half. So it took us a while to, mm. to re-acclimatise without Burns. But second half, it, we definitely... Figured it out, didn't we? Maybe. Second half, there was one passage of play where where he um, the pace of Danassian, where he out, yeah. he out the wide player, he absolutely gave the wide player mm. probably did have a sort of yard or two start on him. He absolutely destroyed him, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, didn't um, see that pace against Blackburn at home a few years ago, did we, Dave? Oh. <laughs> it didn't really know. No, no. take us back there. Adam Flat enjoying Harness's dreamy yeah, blue eyes yes. for goal. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, Michael's question here, Dave. Um, Jackson's best position for you? He's not a number nine, nor a wing back, nor a ten. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd probably yeah, agree, but certainly in that wide, that wide right role, I would, I would certainly suggest any or, or even wide left. But I, I'd, I'd say probably wide right. I quite like him. I quite like, I quite like him when he went there tonight. But you can almost play both roles, can't he? But we saw him at MK last season, predominantly play that left role, didn't we? So he can. But yeah, I like to see him in a wide and in a wide area. I think that's where he does his best work and can drag the, you know, can sort of drag the team up when we're struggling. Can drag the team up with him, really. Yep. And for a striker, there's no ego there, Rich. He'll just no. he'll he'll just play selfless. anywhere and just give it yeah. a good go. I'm not a huge Caden Jackson fan, really, but you you can't fault fault his commitment this last no. year and the way the way that he'll just play in different positions and just give it his all. I, I, his best position, unfortunately for him, is playing up front in a four four two, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So he's I not. I thought be you were going to say here, on the but... bench, Mikey, but <laughs> but off the bench, I mean that pace as well. You know, yeah. and we've seen that he's been you know brought just, on. Kind of... Just just an amazing turnaround, isn't? It? I mean, yeah. if if, if anyone had said yep. if anyone had said after the new year, look, when was that MK game? February, early February, was it? Uh, you know, Jackson's going to be here next year and all it get extended, you know, another two years. I think he got, you think, well, you're crazy because he, no way, but, you know, fair play to him. And who knows what he would achieve last year if he hadn't, um, you know, got the injury. Yeah, indeed. Um, Rob's point here, Mikey, after enduring, enduring a few managers who never seem to be able to make in-game adjustments, it's great to see McKenna spotting the problem, making the required changes. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that point from your perspective, I, I guess? Maybe there was a bit of on-pitch problem-solving by the team first half. We mentioned Walton yeah. changing up the, the distribution, but did McKenna change something at halftime that maybe Rob's picked up on? Did you spot anything? Or just a point in general that you want to observe? I mean, McKenna, so 
you know, we need to just remember. Yeah, the, the in-game management is definitely there, and you could like he, you can tell that there's thought going into the substitutions that he's making and things like that. But yeah, I think I'd I'd like to just re-emphasize that the players are starting to do it now. They're showing that maturity, and that's and that's all down to him as well. He's expecting them to problem solve. I think he said that before. And that's something that they're doing. But yeah, he'll happily change the shape. And it, it was weird. At times, it looked like Danassian was playing right fullback. Um, and I know it was it was the same. It's quite often the same when Burns is playing there. But then at times, and Jackson looked like he was playing in a three up front at times. And then and then you see him coming back. So I don't know whether he was instructing that or whether or whether Jackson was just playing off the cuff. But but yeah, it is it is really pleasing to see a good in-game manager, making sensible substitutions at sensible times as well. Do you think, then, do you think from his vantage point, Ian Westlake dropped him a note at half-time? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he, I mean, he had it spot on, didn't he? You know, move the, you know, the wide players, Jackson and perhaps Lee, just get them further up the pitch, but don't make the pitch narrow, you know, don't mm. make the pitch wider, which second half pretty much from the off is what they did, and it was so so much better, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, worth mentioning Edmondson, um, George here, um, Fridge did seem a little off a game. You'd have felt more confident with Key on the pitch. For I'd, I'd, uh, maybe there's an issue with injury still with Edmonton. Maybe or maybe we're being critical. Both him and Wolfen and will play and will maybe give the ball away in positions we don't want them to. But you know, that's part and parcel of a team that builds from the back. Hmm. Are you are you a little bit wary about Edmonton's form at the moment, Dave? I know I don't think so. I mean, no. maybe we did have a big injury last season, didn't he? Um, it's just a shame we're not still in the Carabao Cup, isn't it? You know, <laughs> and that would have been a perfect, perfect game for Kyoto, for Kyoto to obviously to come into. But um, uh, yeah, a big injury he had last season, so it's going to yeah, he, he seemed he seemingly fairly up to speed. But yeah, if he still if he is still feeling that a bit, then it you know it, it, it is going to have an effect on his play on his overall play. Yeah. Um, I mean, this to the point we were talking about before, Mikey, George's, mm. George Hutchings' point here, game management from 70 minutes onwards, very impressive. Same at Forest Green, a game of, you know, a single goal margin. Yeah. You know, Burton had that one chance through Brayford after the kind of 70th minute mark, but comfortable, weren't we, to an extent? I know the balls were coming into the box and the, the throw-ins were there and the corners maybe. But yeah, but we were management. still getting corners as well, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. we were. We, we, we were taking the sting out of the game at times and... I, I did. I know we conceded the the, fr- the throw and then the the corner, but when they've got so many players up the pitch, that sort of thing is going to happen. I think there was one. Yeah. There was one small moment in about the ninety fourth minute when Jackson Jackson was wide right and the ball was going out for a for a throw. All right, their throw, but literally right by their corner flag, and he tried to play it and kicked it in the touch for a goal kick. I must admit, I was bellowing at that stage. But yeah, uh, well, yeah. Walton played such a lovely pass out to him, played it perfect because it didn't go out, did it? And no. Jackson just needed to kick it against him and get a corner. Or just yeah, he? just try and hold it up. But yeah, just small, small small point. Yeah, saw yeah, it we, out. We need to um again temper everyone's a little emotions. I did see some. Um, some chats with numbers in them, three-digit numbers. Um, I'm not going to indulge that kind of stuff, guys. I'm. What I love your the, um, optimism and happiness. Well, you haven't touched on is the, the the mysterious missile that was thrown at. Yeah, well, do, do yeah. you want to talk about that? I mean, it's not much we can say really, apart from know, but, yeah. idiots of football. You know, we seemingly. Find them. Well, he was but, just getting in the way of everything tonight, wasn't he? Hey, there you go. What am I keep? Yep. Um, FPL tries he didn't volley it back at him. Yeah, <laughs> chip it back. Yeah, chip it. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of people are happy, which is good. And I don't want to be a party pooper, so I'm going to keep this question in there. But I just calm. I need to. I'm harnessing my inner Ben Bloom. Um, who was the last town manager you had this much faith in, guys? George Burley, Joe Royal. John, <laughs> it's a long yeah, time, maybe. isn't it? Do you know what? Maybe, yeah, it goes all the way back to probably, yeah, maybe Jim McGilton for a, mm. yeah, at the start of what season was that? Six, seven, was it seven, eight? Yeah. Which included yeah. the the 4 1, the Sheffield Wednesday 4 1 win. We were sort of rolling, sort of playing, had a great start of the season and rolling things out. I mean, even that season, what, five seasons ago, when we did we go four in the spin or something like that? First season of the pod when we won at Millwall, what, 4 3 and stuff. Yeah, you really didn't really. Yeah, yeah you really. Day- Yesterday, that I think wasn't it was. that. I, I think that was the year. The year after Dave, because was it? Yeah, that was the. That was eighteen. That was 17, another 18. year that we we must have. Oh, that might, no, I said you're right. That was that times. was two years after. That was seventeen eighteen, wasn't it? Yeah, you're yeah. right. That was two years after. So, first year of the pod, fifteen sixteen, was when we had Fraser, 
and we won't yeah. have a good run and we're top. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so 15, 16, 17, 18, and then dare I say 18, 19, and 19, 20. <laughs> and now this season. <laughs> that's, so this is potentially five seasons of Blue Monday that we've been top of the league at this Do you know stage. what I think, I think too carried away yeah. I think we said this we said this on the pod on Sunday but this this season it just seems more looking at the squad and the depth of the squad more sustainable perhaps yeah it is that's the yeah. word isn't it and we've got people joining us from overseas oh. Nathan from Melbourne we've got Rob from South Hungary what need to help us with the pronunciation that? of Berlin Mikey can you help me out I, I don't know why I'm picking on you but You've you've got Finnish roots, haven't you? You can help me out with. You must be hungry. Come on, yeah, Mikey. It's nearer the uh, next switch. Oh no, no Bolly. Gosh, I don't know. Bolly, Willie, Bolly. There you go. Um, do you have a few more um, bits and pieces of plugs before we plough on with the remaining comments? Um, worth noting that the pre-match show will be back on Friday, um, talking about Shrewsbury. We'll also have a chat with Kieran Stanley from ITFC Women with their season due to start on Sunday. Mm. Um, make sure you get along to the AGL Arena and Felix if you can. Tickets can be bought on the ITFC's ticket website where you get your tickets for the men's games or you can get a True Blue membership from a fiver a month, which is crazy. So do get involved in that. Um, well, the flagship show will be back live as we're doing every week now from eight o'clock on Sunday. Um, and uh, I think Seb and I will be there for Shrewsbury. I need to figure out who's on that, but um, probably Seb and I at least. So do get involved in that. Um, Telegram group, who wants to big up the Telegram group? Um, very good and enjoyable to watch along the match with real-time chat, wasn't it, guys? So yeah. I'll just say that the Telegram group is really good. Get involved <laughs> in cool. that. Blue Monday, itfc.co.uk for all the details for stuff like that, including our merch store. Um, depending on when you're listening or watching this from Wednesday, free shipping. So get yourself some Blue Monday merch and give a little bit back to the podcast channel. Um, again, if you're watching on YouTube, um, do give us a thumbs up. That really helps us and a subscribe too. Um, and if you want to support us through donations, again, Blue Monday, itfc.co.uk for all the details there. Let's talk about football, guys. Um, I'm trying to find some comments that um, that are a bit different from what I haven't talked about so far. A lot of people comparing Aluko and so on. Um, yeah, no, yeah, there you go, Mikey. I, I think I don't know whether you nicked that from Chris or whether you oh, guys. Sorry, no, I, did, I, I didn't. I'll plead innocence on that one, but yeah, okay. your great minds think alike. Um, Jack, yeah, good summary here. Away Tuesday night opposition. Absolutely on it. Well, yeah, let's we pause and talk about Burton because rightfully panned so far. And and Dave, we discussed the the four or draw, um, which could have been, as I mentioned, a five four defeat. But Burton, maybe they raised their game for for us, perhaps. But yeah, I think so. They're, they're obviously right, a lot more a lot more tighter than certainly they had been in their first their first three or even even four games. Um, but yeah, they, they, they were looking at it, there wasn't really a lot, a lot there, was there? I mean, I'm not quite sure who they had out, or who, who was playing, who's, who, who normally would play. I don't think there was many. Um, yeah, you would think they they are going going to struggle again. Yeah, I like the big number nine though. I know yeah, he's, had, he's already been the, mentioned, yeah. but he, yeah, he no, he's mentioned player, in, yeah. in this context, yeah. Mikey. Um, yeah. Not giving us much. Yeah, I'm just yeah. stealing all, all of my opinions from the comments. That's my fault for being slow in the comments, guys. <laughs> but yeah, just, um, yeah, Edmund, he's right, and and that is maybe a, a slight worry that aside from this, there was a little bit of sloppiness in possession. I think we can probably put up with that with with Wolfram and Edmondson because of how much they give us on the ball. But mm. they did they they did struggle in the air as well, both of them. That may, may be more so in the first half, but it makes a big difference when you're playing against teams that are lumping it into the box if you've got someone that can dominate. And I'm, Richard Keogh isn't that, by the way. Richard Keogh is another no, ball-playing centre-back. He's oh, just yeah. a bit older. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting that um, Bur Burgess came on for Jackson, didn't he? He didn't really do much, but that was his job at Forest Green. So we do have Burgess who, who can do yeah. that role and maybe yeah. maybe he'll start a few games where that's the yeah. that's the risk. Um, hello to Jim, another Telegraph um, Telegraph. Telegram alumni. He's in the car park champions. Nicky, he says, mm. and Michael Cryroy says many match balls. Oh, there'll yeah. be some. There'll be some cars <laughs> with windscreens smashed in from footballs landing on them, won't they? Um, so, or someone's got a hundred quid's worth of Burton merch that they can stick on eBay. Um, Michael also talks about Ladapo works hard, 
but we still have not got a number nine who scored 10 goals, let alone 20. But do we need one? This debate continues, Dave. Um, it's continued most the every George single, Hurst saga. Every single day, isn't it? <laughs> um, what do you think of Michael's point there? Yeah, I mean, if you, I, I think to, I think probably to uh, any any successful team, any successful team that that looks that's looking to get promoted, will have a yeah, will have a number nine that will chip in with say ten goals, perhaps a minimum, perhaps fifteen goals. So yeah, a necessity at this stage. You'd, you'd, you'd like it, but you know when you see you know harness, you know everyone else is chipping in with goals. Um, not such an issue, but. Yeah, you just want. I think there's certainly goals in the depot. He takes up good positions. Like I said earlier, just needs to get off the mark. Then I think he could well be that 15, perhaps plus goal striker easily. He just needs to get that first one, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Jack helping, helpfully answering the question we pitched at the start. Oh, the last three game winning streak was Matt Gill. Uh, I mean, Paul Cook was. It's like. When it's like Boris Johnson is still the Prime Minister, but he's in Greece, isn't he? On holiday, Paul Cook, Matt Gill was basically we thought Matt Gill was in charge for Hull and I forget the other two, but there you go. Thank yeah, you, Jack, for a, um, sorting yeah, us out. And apologies shadow. for going political there. Shadow, I, coach. I shouldn't do that. And let's distract everyone by FBR tractors. Rich for new ICFC GK coach. I mean, I've criticized them enough, haven't I? So maybe it's time for me to, um, yeah, put my money where my mouth is. A lot of people getting in on that point, so thank you, everyone. And for getting in on the chat there. Um, what else have we got? A bit of chat about Ladapo. Someone's putting three-digit numbers in the chat again. We've got <laughs> someone, Simon from Sydney, looking very um, Hunter S. Thompson kind of. Thing yeah, there. I like that. I like that Simon has danced into work, and the first thing he's done is um, load up joining YouTube to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working hard exactly. or hardly working. Thank you for joining us, Simon. I love it. Good to have you. Um, what else have we got? Chris Rand on target for 80. Oh, come on, Chris. I should have read this before I put it up there. I'm sorry, for 80 goals scored and fewer than 30 succeeded. Well, Obviously, well, we silly. Read, we read that... out these statistics from Chris Rand when things aren't going well. So it's only do. right that for balance, we, we read them out when I mean, the, when things are looking good. The goals against the goals against under McKenna is a joke, isn't it? I mean, mm. we just barely concede. Yep. Yep. And then Ben the Blue Walton is well, the key. I... Best in League One, I think I probably agree with that. I think um, we would concur. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, Charlie, I won't read it out, Charlie, but yeah. you and me both, mate. Yeah. Um, Sully um, mentions KVY. Anyone want to talk about KVY, Mikey? Showed yeah. a good burst of pace getting forward, didn't he? He, he took one, one really good touch to get the ball out of his feet. And, and just showing that pace really f- flying shows that he does have complete faith in his body. And I, I think that he could still be quite an important player. It must have been tough for him tonight not getting the call with with Burns out because yeah. right wing back, you think that that kind of is the perfect position for him, for him really. And and Jackson got the call up instead. Um, yeah, it must have been a difficult one, but he, he came on, gave it his best. So he didn't didn't have too much to do, but yeah, that ni- really nice burst of pace. Yep. Um, last um, last few um, messages, folks. If you want to shout out, if you want to give us a Shrewsbury prediction, if you want to talk about lineups and stuff like that, um, we'll do a burst of those before we go. What I do have to do, very obviously, is put up the league table. So I'm going to do that go right on. about now. Um, let's have on. a quick look at this. Got to load out first. I've seen it. I've hot seen off the it. press. There is the league table. Let me give you some results from tonight as well um, to give some context. Um, oh, I've it's not working for me. Why does nothing work when I need it? Um, let's go through these. I don't know if these in alphabetical or what. Um, Barnsley 3, Bristol Rovers 0, Bolton 1, Morecambe 0, Charlton 5, yeah, Plymouth Argyle 1. Plymouth, very much a home team, um, had James Wilson sent off for a yeah. handball in that one. First um, half. In the first half, um, yeah. Exeter three, Wickham one. Wick- a lot of teams inconsistent start at the moment, haven't we? Um, Fleetwood nil, Cheltenham nil. Probably a good result for Cheltenham there. MK bounced back from defeat to beat Port Vale 2-1. Oxford slow start continues defeated 2-1 at home by Lincoln City. Mark Kennedy's Lincoln City. Peterborough, Sheffield Wednesday, a big game early doors in the league between those two. And Peterborough came out on top. Um, after defeat against Plymouth, Clark Harris. Weekend. Clark, I didn't see the score as Clark Harris or uh, Jack yep. Taylor and Clark Harris. Yeah, yep. okay. had a sending off for Wednesday as well, and that Reese James, not that one. 
sent off yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah. Portsmouth four. They came from one nil down um, to win four one. Portsmouth there against Cambridge. Yeah. Um, goals for Jacobs, Ogilvy, Bishop again, Ronan Curtis. So Portsmouth kind of a, maybe a bit of a dark horse. And then Shrewsbury Derby nil nil there ahead of our game against Shrewsbury on the weekend. And there are Ipswich with a point um, advantage to second place. Peterborough, three-point advantage to Derby. Um, looking good, isn't it, chaps? Yes, it is. It is. Thank We'd you. have taken it. We would have taken it. We'd have it. taken it, wouldn't we? We'd taken it. We'd have taken yeah. it. Absolutely right. Um, talk to me about Shrewsbury. We'll be dealing with them on the pre-match show. But, um, I mean, there's not much to say apart from keep going isn't it guys Mikey any rotation or changes that you yeah it's going, it's going to be an interesting team sheet this one isn't it because so many people wanted to keep the same team from the 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 Milton Keynes game I wonder whether anyone's played themselves into genuine contention I, I imagine Davis is going to come back in at left back isn't he Burns will come back in if he's if he's fit but potentially potentially is not you think Chaplin's gonna come back in yeah. Expect Ladapo to keep his place, although John Jules yeah. had a couple of nice touches when he came he on. Did. But but I think because he need, he needs that goal, doesn't he? And 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 unless he is just completely knackered because he did look it when he when he came off tonight, didn't he? But yeah, I, yeah. I imagine that it will probably be closer to the team that started the game against Milton Keynes rather than the one that started tonight against Burton. Um, and yeah, feel pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I think it will be perhaps a bit more of a, a football. Say, fo- yeah, a football match, not quite so direct. I don't think as um, as Burton were this evening. So, yeah, like Mikey said, I'd expect the more uh, injuries permitting a similar lineup to what started on Saturday. Yeah, Shrewsbury, um, a win, two draws, and a defeat so far, and a kind of a neutral goal difference, two goals for, two goals against. So, it could be a another tight one perhaps but we'll draw we'll drill more into to shrewsbury on friday seven i for the pre-match show i think it's been pointed out in the comments that that table wasn't completely accurate oh okay um, oh, oh. some some unupdated tables will be false yeah um, what, what, but, but the team at the top was definitely right yeah <laughs> who have i got wrong then so we're concerned so, about so, have i been corrected with any specifics or not who it doesn't matter. We're top. I don't think guys. it was fully updated yet, but I think yeah, you get the gist of it, don't you? Yeah, we're, we're exactly right. Class. Thanks, Dave, for the spot. Um, but yeah, we're top of the league, guys. That's that's all we need to know. Um, Adam Flat, let's finish off. Let's plow through these. Um, buzzword is control. Says Adam. Never had this under Lambert or Cook. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Sebastian, one of our merch guys. Thank you, there Sebastian. For getting involved in that two one with an Edmonton winner, there you go. The Dapo and Edmonton, maybe that would be the nice a goal scoring duo, wouldn't it? Um, Michael's, I remember this from last season. Michael, stay calm when we play out from the back. My wife says, I swear to you, I remember you talking about this, Michael. Last, yeah, poor cats. Um, in McKenna, we trust says FBL. Christopher's going confident, he's going for another three. Oh. Um, yeah, table isn't in points order, everyone's saying. So, thanks, guys. Um, apologies. I'm trying to if it. Behind the behind the curtain here, I'm running the, this live stream, auditing the chat, asking Mikey and Dave questions and trying to listen to them, and screenshotting a web page, cropping the image, pasting it into the overlays, and then loading it at the same time. So, so not really hopefully, multi- not really multitasking. Hopefully you all. can forgive me for um, for that one. Um, apologies, but hopefully I got the results right at least. Three um, one on Saturday, headed goal from a corner. Or am I just being silly? Says Michael. Um, Pete, we've got we had the best AMs, best winger, best CM in the league. And we don't need a goal machine up top. We need workhorses, which we have to give others space in McKenna. We believe that's what we want. Yeah, thanks everyone. I'm now seeing the league table comments. Lovely stuff. Um, Stubbsy wants to go back to Burns and Davis, and he's going for a 2-0. Um, and Mr. Ipswich Town. Paul Lambert is the profile photo. Shrews only had 27 possession present possession against Derby. There you go, but got the point nevertheless. Um, thanks, Charlie, for getting involved. Um, got to keep up this confidence in the team. There you go. Thank you. Very finished problems, Mikey. Because that's not you multitasking now, is it? No, no. That's uh, I think, yeah, he's a good follow. Um, even, even if you're not of Finnish heritage, re- really entertaining 
Twitter and Instagram feed very finished problems. There you go. Very, very finished pro, um, problems. Um, Robert, Roberto, Robert 1000 and one or two, which comes Saturday. Very good. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your thumbs up and your subscriptions and for joining us. Um, Mikey, Dave, thank you for that. Um, on the evening, Ipswich Town beat Burton 1-0. Mikey, final word from me before we say goodbye. Uh, yeah, thanks for not bullying me tonight, Dave. Um, you just let me get on with it, play, play my podcasting. <laughs> but no, it, this, the, these are enjoyable times. Yeah, we're not perfect just yet, but let's enjoy the journey. Dave? Um, just a quick plug, really. I'll be guesting on the excellent Naked Football Show oh, tomorrow, tomorrow evening with um, with the great GB. So looking forward to that. And yeah, just to echo what Mikey said is... Hopefully three more points, welcome points on Saturday. Very good. Well, there you go. Naked Footy with GB and David Diamond. We'll be back on Friday for the pre-match and we'll be live 8pm on Sunday to talk about Shrewsbury. Hopefully you can join us then and hopefully we'll still be top of the league. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.